It is Wednesday, May 18th, 2022, and we're live. So on today's show, we're going to give you an update on some new information coming out dealing with the Buffalo, um, New York grocery store shooting. We'll give you an update on what's going on there. There was a good article that I saw from CNN.com, Buffalo, Buffalo Suspects posts about attack plans could be seen online 30 minutes before mass shooting. So he had online uh, in a private chat group his plans to attack the grocery store public the uh, uh, using the Discord app. So we'll talk about this. And then um, we'll recap Biden's speech yesterday in uh, Buffalo. You know, we talked about that on the show yesterday. So we'll discuss that some uh, as well. Um, I saw a story that we posted on our Facebook fan page, The African History Network. Um, also dealing with um, Shikari Richardson. Shikari Richardson, sprinter. We know she was disqualified disqualified from the Olympics. Shakari Richardson reveals that she is healing from an abusive relationship with a female athlete. Shakari Richardson reveals that she's healing from an abusive relationship from a uh, with a female athlete. Okay, so. I, I saw this article. We posted it. It got close to 400 likes. She's been through a lot. We know her uh, mother passed away. Her biological mother passed away right before she did the Olympic trial. So, um, and then she's dealing with an abusive relationship also. So that is uh, nothing to laugh at. So we'll give you some information on that uh, as well. All right, now on the African History Network show, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world. Because right now, it's correct wrong behavior. What you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, and what you allow the people to do to you and get away with is based upon based upon what you think about yourself. What you think about yourself is based upon what you have been taught about yourself. What you've been taught about yourself is based upon everything you've read, heard, and seen about yourself. All right, call the numbers uh, 313-778-7600, 313-778-7600 is the call in number if you have a question or comment. So I want to jump into uh, this first story here. There's been a number of different articles uh, that I've seen. Uh, on tomorrow's show, we'll give you an update on the uh, Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act that um, was discussed in the House Subcommittee on uh, Tuesday. We talked about this on our show on Tuesday. Um, if we look at this piece here, and I wanna go to clip number one here from Good Morning America also, just a minute, uh, Shakita. Uh, Good Morning America had a good segment on uh, today recapping uh, Biden's visit 
and giving also some new details as well. Um, so let me pull this. I want to pull this article up here from CNN and get past these ads. They have um, flashing. Also, New York Times has a good article uh, on this topic also. Buffalo suspects post Buffalo suspects post about attack plans could be seen online 30 minutes before mass shooting. Okay. So 30 minutes before uh, an 18 year old white man, okay. Peyton Gendron, and I'm glad to call him white man, as opposed to a young man or a boy. He, he's old enough to uh, uh, buy an assault. He's old enough to be a man and face the consequences. Uh, 30 minutes before an 18 year old uh, uh, white man, allegedly carried out a racist mass shooting Saturday at a supermarket in a mostly uh, in, a, in a mostly black enclave of Buffalo, New York. He revealed his months long to some on social media. Peyton S. Gendron, suspected of killing 10 people and wounding three, had created a private chat room on the communications app called Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D, Discord, and invited people to view his chat and invited people to his chat, uh, his chat logs before his attack at the Topps Friendly Markets store, a Discord spokesperson told CNN. So this is putting uh, Discord in a uh, really a bad light in a bad position. They may change some of their uh, user agreement policies. Quote, what we know about this is a private invite-only server was created by the suspect to serve as a personal diary chat log. As to serve as a personal diary chat log, a spokesperson for Discord said uh, today in a statement to CNN, approximately 30 minutes prior to the attack, however, a small group of people were invited to uh, were invited to and joined the server. Okay, approximately 30 minutes prior to the attack, a small group of people were invited to and joined the server. Before that, our records indicate no other people saw the diary chat. Uh, no, no other people saw the diary chat login uh, th uh, this private server. Okay, no other people saw the diary chat login this private server. That's a statement from uh, the uh, social media app Discord. Now, after Gendron invited people to join the Discord server, his previously private chat room uh, post would have been accessible to invitees and anyone they may have shared access with, the spokesperson told CNN. Now, New York's Attorney General, meanwhile, Letitia James, um, said Wednesday she is launching an investigation into social media companies that authorities say Gendron used, including the popular live streaming platform Twitch, 
which is the platform he allegedly used to live stream the attack. Now, it was viewed live by 22 people, but seen afterwards by millions. So Twitch removed it. Uh, some other people uploaded it to various platforms, and people have been watching it that way, including uh, the popular live streaming platform Twitch, online forum 4chan, which is a white supremacist uh, platform, 4chan, and Discord. Now, New York Attorney General Letitia James said uh, on Twitter on Wednesday, my office is launching investigations into the social media companies that Buffalo Shooter used to plan, promote, and stream his attack. Uh, New York uh, Attorney General uh, Letitia James will report the findings of the investigation to, to New York Governor Kathy Hochul the governor said on Wednesday, uh, quote, these social media platforms have have to take responsibility. These social media platforms have to take responsibility. They must be more vigilant in monitoring the content. And they must be held accountable for favoring engagement over public safety, said Governor uh, Kathy Hochul. She's absolutely correct. Now, Discord will cooperate with the uh, state attorney general's investigation, the spokesperson for Discord said. In the Discord post, uh, eventually shared more widely on the hate-filled 4chan online forum, which really should be shut down, 4chan, the alleged uh, gunman wrote that he visited the supermarket three times uh, Mar three, three times on March 8th to survey its layout, okay? On, on uh, 4chan, the alleged gunman, Peyton Gendron, wrote that he visited the supermarket three times March 8th to survey its layout. He did reconnaissance missions. He also wrote that he used uh, Google's Grafter for a location's popular times for the for the uh, grocery stores, quote unquote, popular times when they have the most number of people when they're the busiest to determine the busiest times at the store. Now, among the Discord, the social media app Discord, among the Discord posts, which run from mid-November. 2021 to May 2022, uh, Gendron uh, wrote that he chose the zip code in Buffalo, New York, because it was the one with the greatest percentage of black people that's relatively near his home of, of Conklin, New York. The greatest percentage of black people in an area, in a city, that's uh, in the community that's relatively near his home in Conklin, New York. The, the cities are about 230 miles apart. We'll continue this on the other side of the break. You listen to the African History Network show on Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes. IDO Network International, in collaboration with STL Black Woman, DACA, and ACTA, present the Royal Pilgrimage to the Americas. August 24th through the 28th. The African kings and queens are coming to you for business, 
networking and sharing of Pan-African ideals. The venue will be the illustrious En Arts Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. A royal cultural experience and exhibitions, trade and investment opportunities in Africa, the Caribbean, and the Americas. A royal Pan-African summit hosting keynote speakers and a red carpet banquet. Come and witness our African Royal Coronation Ceremony. Register at www.idonetwork.org to book your ticket to wine and dine with African royalty. Vendor opportunities available. Get face-to-face -face with the royals who own the land and resources for business. Contact DACA for deal room information at 602-730-4572. After History Network show, we deal with current events in history and politics, education, economic empowerment, entrepreneurship, relationships, love, sex, health issues, and much, much more. Unfortunately, many people confuse what racism is. Racism is a power structure. It was laws and policies that put us in this predicament. It's going to be laws and policies that take us out. So when you control the radius of a man or woman's thoughts, you control the compass of his or her actions because the mind can't do or teach what it doesn't know. We have it all on 910 AM Superstation. Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation of Future Radio. All right, the call-in number is 313-778-7600. 313-778-7600 is the call-in number if you have a question or comment. Okay, I want to go back to uh, the story here from uh, CNN, and we'll go to clip number one here in just a minute, Shakita. So... Um, so Gendron chose the uh, Buffalo East Side area there near uh, there at the Tops Market. He chose it because it had the greatest percentage of black people that's relatively near his home in Conklin, New York. And the cities are about 230 miles apart. Now, the social media app Discord um, removed the server and related content as soon as, it, as soon as it was aware of it following the shooting, the spokesperson said. The company declined to say whether anyone invited to view the logs alerted moderators to the post, okay? And th once again, the name of this article here, uh, you can check it out, is uh, Buffalo Suspects, uh, Buffalo uh, Buffalo suspects posts about attack plans could be seen online 30 minutes before mass shooting. Okay. This is from CNN.com. Now, and okay. I want to check this because there's a delay here. All right. Uh, so, so uh, you can read the rest of this as well. And it talks about the discord social media app, the communications app, uh, Discord. All right, now we'll go to the phone lines also in just a minute here. So hold the phone, hold the line. Uh, and 4chan, 4chan and 8chan are two of the popular white supremacist online forms, okay? And this was a online form that he was posting on, 4chan. Now, um, Let's see here. Um, lost my place. Okay, so 4chan has not uh, 4chan has not responded to CNN's request 
for comment about Gendron's uh, post before uh, about his post being shared on the platform. Now the shooting, uh, the shooting targeting the tops market in part of a predominantly African-American community is being investigated as a hate crime and an act of racially motivated violent extremism, authorities said, noting 11 of the 13 people who were shot were African-American. Among those killed was a former police officer, Aaron Salter, uh, who tried to stop the shooter, uh, also a teacher, uh, a taxi driver, and uh, shoppers all ages 32 to 68 uh, were killed. Now, the suspect used Twitch to uh, live stream a broadcast during the attack. The company previously confirmed, adding it was devastated to hear about the shooting. Twitch said the user was indefinitely suspended from our service, and we are taking all appropriate action, including monitoring for any accounts rebroadcasting re rebroadcasting this content. They're monitoring uh, for any accounts rebroadcasting the content. I don't think he's going to be using Twitch account for the next 30, 40 years, something like that. He'll probably, he'll, 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 he may get multiple life sentences in prison. Uh, the company removed the live stream less than two minutes after the violence started, the Twitch spokesperson said. Now, uh, Peyton Gendron has uh, uh, pleaded not guilty to a charge of first degree murder said noting additional charges are forthcoming. All right, now, uh, I wanna go to this clip here. This is clip number one. This is from uh, Good Morning America from uh, May 18th, 2022, Wednesday, May 18th. Uh, and it recaps Biden's visit uh, to Buffalo, New York and his speech, but they also talk about uh, 589 pages of documents online where uh, Gendron posted as well. Okay, so let's go to this clip, uh, Shakita. Supermarket massacre. President Biden and the First Lady visited the scene. They spent time with the grieving families, left flowers there at the memorial for the 10 victims. Stephanie Ramos is there in Buffalo. And Stephanie, we're learning new information about what happened just 30 minutes before the attack. We are, Robin. ABC News has confirmed that some of those alleged messages posted online by the suspect were made in a private group 30 minutes before the attack. It's unclear who had access to them or who saw them. This morning, President Biden sending a message after that racist rampage in Buffalo. What happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. The president and first lady meeting with the families of the 10 victims who lost their lives when an 18-year-old gunman opened fire at Topps Supermarket on Saturday in what authorities call a racially motivated attack. We need to say as clearly and forcefully as we can that the ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. The president blasting those who embrace replacement theory, the racist belief allegedly held by the shooter that there's a conspiracy to replace white Americans with people of color. 
This as new details emerge about the suspected gunman Peyton Gendron, seen here in this graduation photo, after he was investigated for threatening a murder-suicide at school in spring of 2021. Attention now turning to the 589-page document found online, containing posts the suspect allegedly wrote on the social media platform Discord prior to the supermarket attack. Overnight, ABC News confirming that some of those posts were made in a private group 30 minutes prior to the attack, it's unclear who had access to them or who saw them. In December, the suspect allegedly building up an arsenal of weapons, including the rifle used in the assault. In February, a post claiming that his parents were unaware of the ammo and arsenal he'd acquired. Then in March, multiple posts about his alleged visit to the Buffalo area, where he did reconnaissance on the Topps grocery store. The shooter also allegedly posting about taking part in animal abuse, claiming his mother gave him a box to bury a cat he killed. Then on May 5th, just over a week before the attack, the suspect noting he'd been lying to his parents for months. A community suffering not only the loss of loved ones, but also a store they relied on. And this has been a center of community. So for it to be closed for any period of time is a hardship for some people. The mayor also tells me there's been an outpouring of support with money and food donations for distribution centers. He also says Topps is working to set up rides for residents so they can get to other Topps grocery stores. TJ. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much. Okay, pause right there. All right. Good reporting there. Uh, good morning, America. Okay, uh, this article here we talked about past couple of days. Really good article from uh, New York Times. The New York Times gunman targeted black neighborhood shaped by decades of segregation, and we uh, really went into this on our. I think it was our Sunday show. I think, yeah, I think on our Sunday show because I know we talked about it. Uh, yesterday and monday but i really talked about it i think it was on our sunday show um time magazine also has a good article on this subject as well okay uh we'll go to clip two on the other side of the break uh there was uh also an article here from i was trying to pull up what happened to it from uh, another one from new york times so uh, this happened today. Uh, Governor Kathy Hochul uh, vows to crack down on extremist acts of violence in New York. Governor Kathy Hochul issued orders to strengthen the state's red flag law and create new units to target violent extremism online following the Buffalo shooting that left 10 dead. So days, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about this on the other side of the break also. Uh, let's go quickly to the phone lines. Let's go to Buck Line 1. Buck, welcome to the African History Network show. Tell us where you're calling from. Thanks for holding. I know you only got an hour. Hey, listen, this is a copycat crime, man. It was another crime exactly identical to this one in New Zealand where the guy killed 51 Muslims. But if you look at the tapes of him doing the killing, he got the exact, his gun got the exact same markings as the dude that did it in Buffalo. And what this tells me is he was incited to do this. And if they, if they want to call it a terrorist act, which it is a terrorist act, then they 
should go after those websites. And anybody that edged them on should be charged with exciting, um, off of, what is it called? Exciting, uh, um, attempted to excite acts of, of terrorism. And that's a okay. major, that's a major, major felony right there that was enacted when that brother, um, the, the Marine brother that killed the police officers. If, if anybody got online and said, yeah, we need more people like that to kill these officers, they were charged with inciting, attempt to excite terrorist activity. You understand what I'm saying? Or something like right. that. You could, I could right. look more into it. And but then, they should and, charge anybody that provoked that, that incited him and angry more should be charged as such in those chat rooms. You've got to be aware of these chat rooms because they in these chat rooms calling for open military exercises in our community door right. to door. But right. they're not saying nothing on the media about it. But if you infiltrate them, you understand they are openly calling for this. And right. they're, they're praising this guy just like they praised the guy in New Zealand. And that's right. going to lead to more copycat yeah. attacks. Yeah, the copycat yeah, he referenced crime. the uh, killing in New Zealand. There, brother. All right, thank you. He referenced the killing in New Zealand. Thanks for calling. Also, as we talked about yesterday, the uh, domestic terrorism, the domestic terror. Terrorism Prevention Act is uh, that was uh, discussed yesterday in the house, in a House committee, and there's a new uh, initiative to get that actually uh, signed to get that actually passed in the House and the Senate, and get it signed into law. Uh, there's a vote coming up on the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act. There's a vote coming up this week uh, in the House. And this uh, article here from from NBC News from yesterday, from what actually from May 16th deals with this uh, after Buffalo House Democrats to tee up vote on domestic terrorism bill. We'll discuss this on the other side of the break. This is the African History Network show. I'm Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes. Jeanette Davis is a well-established author with six published books. Black Survival in White America from Past History to the Next Century was published in 1995 and it delves into the history of African Americans before slavery up to contemporary times. The Great Divide Between Blacks and Whites was released in 2008 and her autobiography, Black Just Like My Mama, was published in 2010. Soulful Journey the Business of Beings was released in December 2021 and her two latest books, Echoes from the Heart, Love Throws Poetry, and Master Being Human were both published in January of 2022. Jeanette Davis' writings delve deeply into the psyche of black people from ancient to contemporary times. She cuts no corners and leaves no stones unturned in relating truth letting the chips fall where they may on both African and European doorsteps. Order Jeanette Davis's books today at Amazon.com. Search for Jeanette Davis and get to know her work today. STEM Forward, helping our community find their place in the emerging fields of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Join us for our monthly live stream on our website, stemforwardedu.org. Watch, subscribe, share. Also join our mailing list to stay up to date with STEM resources and opportunities. STEM Forward, the future is now. Watch, subscribe, share. Nine ten, the superstition, Detroit's only African American talk radio. Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on now ten a.m. the Superstation. All right, uh, you can support the African History Network dollar sign the AHN show through Cash App dollar sign the AHN show through Cash App. 
Also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show that helps us keep doing the research, stay on the air, keep broadcasting. Uh, if you go to our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, we have the information there. We have the link. And this is our official cash app account, dollar sign, the AHN show, S-H-O-W. When you go to it, it says Michael and shows my picture there. These other ones here are fake African History Network cash app accounts. We have the link and the uh, yellow PayPal donate button there also. Okay. So I want to go back to uh, this article, then we'll go to clip number two here. So this took place today. This is uh, from New York Times. This was with Governor Kathy Hochul. And uh, orders she has issued uh, uh, as a response to the Buffalo shooting. Uh, Hochul vows to crack down on extremist acts of violence in New York. Governor Kathy Hochul issued orders to strengthen the state's red flag law and create new units to target violent extremism online following the Buffalo shooting that left 10 dead. Okay, so if we look at this here quickly, um, Governor Kathy Hochul on Wednesday took a series of aggressive steps to strengthen, strengthen New York's gun laws and to investigate the social media platforms where the suspected gunman was radicalized, where the suspected gunman was radicalized and where the police say, say he streamed his racist attack. Now the measures included the creation of a new unit led by the state police to track violent extremism online and a directive requiring the state police to use New York's so-called red flag law, to use New York's so-called red, red flag law to uh, seek emergency orders to seize weapons from people who are believed to pose a threat to themselves or others. All right, I wanna go to clip two here. This is from uh, Meet the Press Daily. Uh, MSNBC reports uh, Buffalo suspect invited people to join private discord chat before shooting began. Let's go to clip two, please, Shakita. Welcome back. The Buffalo terrorist attacker attempted to spread his racist manifesto ahead of his deadly attack on a supermarket Saturday. New reporting from the New York Times reveals that the terrorist invited people to view the Discord server that housed his manifesto and other posts in the hour before the shooting, so other members of the public had an idea of what he was up to. Discord told the Times the shooter uh, used his server as a private space until he was ready to reveal it to an audience, saying in a statement that approximately 30 minutes prior to the attack, however, a small group of people were invited and joined the server. Before that, our records indicate no other people saw the diary chat log in his private uh, server. It's unclear how many people if they viewed the content. And if anyone did, no one appears to have alerted authorities. Ron Allen uh, is on the ground for us in Buffalo. And we know the governor was unveiling some new initiatives. So, Ron, uh, I'd like to get to that. But it is interesting what we're learning today uh, about how extensive this uh, terrorist uh, used this diary to put all this stuff on there, including how he was hiding stuff from his parents and all sorts of things. Um, it really raises the question of what role this, this social media company played. 
Exactly. Based on a lot of reporting out there, if you, if the whole thing was there to be in plain sight on Discord and perhaps other sites if, if you were able to see it and get, get to it. And one of the things that uh, the governor here is going to talk about today is an inquiry by the attorney general to look at the role that social media companies played in this event and what should be done to tighten or to increase regulation of them so that there's a, a better chance of catching this kind of hate speech and other kind of inflammatory language. And, of course, this is something that the country has been wrestling with in a number of contexts, and now it is in this context as well. The governor just said that white supremacy, this, this urge for that and this drive for that in some quarters, is the biggest threat facing the country right now. And so we're still waiting to hear exactly what she is going to do. In terms of gun laws, New York State has some of the toughest gun laws in the country. And one law that's been looked at here in this context is a so-called red flag law, which gives a judge the ability to issue a, a court order barring someone who has a mental illness of some degree from owning a gun, and a judge can order a gun taken from someone. Uh, so there may be some more uh, details or some tightening, tweaking of that law in this context, because, again, there's this question of how did he buy a gun, the, the suspect, in New York State, um, given that red flag law. So we're waiting to hear about that. Something else today, there was an arrest of a 34-year-old man here who has been charged with making a terroristic threat. And that happens on Tuesday in a grocery store, not this one, but in another grocery store, where he apparently walked in and was intimidating, according to the statement from the DA, uh, taunting employees of the store and making references to what happened here the, the, at the massacre scene. He was asked to leave, and when he didn't, the police came and escorted him out. He, has been, he, he will not face this charge. Um, and there have been numerous other incidents reported around the city right. in the recent days like that. And I'm just hearing that there, uh, there are a number of elementary schools that may even be closing for the day because of threats to attack schools where black kids uh, and black students are predominant. Chuck? You never know with these things. Are they hoaxes? Are they copycats? Uh, obviously, everybody has to take precautions. Uh, unbelievable. Ron Allen, uh, reporting on the ground, of course, from Buffalo. Ron, thank you. Come All right. Great reporting. For, okay, you, you can pause right there. Okay. Great reporting from Ron Allen for um, MSNBC and NBC News. Okay. So if we go quickly here to, and then I have some breaking news also to get to. Um, we talked about this article, I think it was yesterday. Buffalo suspect considered attacking elementary schools, churches, according to online chat logs, NBC News. In logs that appear to be from a Discord, this, the communications app Discord, a Discord server managed by the primary suspect in the, in the grocery rampage that kid, killed 10, Schools and churches were floated as preliminary targets. Schools and churches were contemplated as preliminary targets. This is from uh, May 16th, uh, Monday, May 16th, 2022, NBCnews.com. The Discord chat logs show the cold racist calculus that is believed to have gone into the attack, which killed 10 on Saturday. Okay, so. Okay, read the rest of this here. This is one the this came out Monday, but check this out also. Now, uh, I just mentioned 
the uh, vote that was going to take place in the House of Representatives. And let's see, this can we, where is that one here? The vote that was going to take place in the House of Representatives um, dealing with the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act. And the bill has passed the House. So we know it has to uh, still pass the Senate. So this article here that was just, uh, it was updated 9.58 p.m. I looked at it earlier in the day, but I, I did not get a chance to uh, look at it uh, here. I, I did not get a chance to look at it right before coming on the air. House passes legislation aimed at curbing domestic terrorism in wake of Buffalo mass shooting. Okay, somebody asked, where's RICO charges? These people are viewing his, you can't charge them. Oh my God. You can't charge them with RICO charges because they viewed a two minute live stream. It doesn't necessarily mean, mean it doesn't. Okay. Um, House passes legislation aimed at curbing domestic terrorism in wake of Buffalo mass shooting. This was updated 9.58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, May 18th, 2022. Uh, the House on Wednesday passed legislation that would create domestic terrorism uh, offices across the three federal agencies spurred by alarm over the rise in incidents of homegrown violent extremism in recent years. So this vote took place today. Um, Representative Bradley Schneider, Democrat of Illinois, pushed for a vote on the bill known as the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act in the wake of Saturday's mass shooting at a supermarket in Buffalo. Uh, the measure was approved 222 to 203. 222 to 203. Now, pay everybody pay attention to this because, see, yesterday yesterday you had primaries in five states. You had Mastriano, this 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 Trump wannabe thug, who is the the Demo who's who's the uh, gubernatorial. Uh, he's the he's the Republican candidate for governor, okay, of uh, Pennsylvania. He's going up against Shapiro, who's the uh, Josh Shapiro, who is the Secretary of State, and uh this this guy he he's he's already said he, he he'll basically do whatever he can if, if trump runs again in 2024 he's going to do whatever he can to throw uh pennsylvania uh trump's way do whatever he can violate rules whatever okay when you look at this here if you want to understand how elections have consequences and and why these crazy people have to be voted out of office the bill passed 222 to 203 in the House of Representatives. Only one Republican in the House of Representatives, Representative Adam Kissinger of Illinois, who's not running for re-election again. He's on. He's one of two Republicans on the uh, uh, on the uh, uh, January 6th committee. He joined all Democrats pr present in voting yes. No other Republicans voted for this bill after 10 African-Americans were killed. No other Republicans in the House voted for this bill. 
We'll deal with this on the other side of the break. Listen to the African History Network show. I'm Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes. IDO Network International, in collaboration with STL Black Woman, DACA, and ACTA, present the Royal Pilgrimage to the Americas, August 24th through the 28th. The African kings and queens are coming to you for business, networking, and sharing of Pan-African ideals. The venue will be the illustrious En Garde Arts Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. A royal cultural experience and exhibitions, trade and investment opportunities in Africa, the Caribbean, and the Americas. A Royal Pan-African Summit hosting keynote speakers and a red carpet banquet. Come and witness our African Royal Coronation Ceremony. Register at www.idonetwork.org to book your ticket to wine and dine with African royalty. Vendor opportunities available. Get face-to-face -face with the royals who own the land and resources for business. Contact DACA for deal room information at 602-730-4572. The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry, it's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre, I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. The only reason why my prom dress went viral is because people needed it. Within a few days of going viral, Notori Naughton reached out to me and she's like, I saw your dress, can you make me a dress? I was equally as shocked to be asked by a celebrity to design their dress at the age of 17. That's just one person and the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time. Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 9, 10 a.m., the Superstation, the Future Radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotel. Hey, be sure to register for the online history classes I teach on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Saturday, it is ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa. Kemet's one of the original names for Egypt. Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa. Understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. Um, and then we do a thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. Classes on sale, $80, regularly $130. It's a 10-week online class. Um, we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded, so you can watch it on demand. Uh, even a year from now, two years from now, you can still watch the uh, archive content, okay? So as soon as you register, you can watch uh, the class we did this past weekend. Next class is uh, on the 21st, uh, Sunday, May 21st, Saturday, May 21st. I'll post a link here for you. And then on Sundays, I teach uh, from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and Black Power, 1865 and 1968. And one of the things we deal with is political violence during the Reconstruction era and during the Jim Crow era to suppress the African-American vote, okay? So that's at our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Uh, if you've taken any of my online classes in the past, email me at AHNShow at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com and get a 50% discount. Okay, so let's go back to this uh, story that just broke. Um, you know, remember we were talking about this. Uh, I told you that this vote was coming up and, you know, we looked at the, uh, 
the article from Monday, uh, NBC News had this piece after Buffalo uh, House Democrats to tee up vote on domestic terrorism bill. Okay, so we talked about this, and then there was um, there was one dealing with there was this one here from Axios dot com that we talked about. Uh, we talked about this past couple of days. Buffalo shooting spurs congressional response. Okay, we talked about this one also. Buffalo shooting spurs congressional response from uh, Axios.com. And remember, uh, remember I said some of the progressives in the House of Representatives, the Representative Cory Bush of um, Missouri and some other ones, uh, they were apprehensive about the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act, but their concerns, uh, most of their concerns were alleviated. This is a revision of the bill. The bill would create offices within the Department of Homeland Security, Department of Justice, and FBI focused on domestic terrorism. Represent. So this bill uh, came up in April, all right, but it came back up uh, in May after the shooting. Representative Cory Bush, Democrat of Missouri, some other progressives and groups like the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, last month, April 2022, voiced stringent objections, concern about government targeting uh, and surveillance of civil rights activists and left wing groups. Representative Cory Bush indicated on Monday, May 16th, that many of her concerns have been smoothed over in negotiations since uh, last month, okay? The bill's 207 co-sponsors include include three moderate Republicans, though every Republican on the House Judiciary Committee voted against advancing it in April of 2022. Okay, so let's look at this, uh, let's look at this article here that just, uh, just came out from uh, NBC News on this bill that passed the House of Representatives. House passes domestic terrorism bill in response to Buffalo shooting, the Senate is expected to vote on the measure next week. Okay, so uh, this is from May 18th. They just updated this. The House passed legislation Wednesday, May 18th, uh, Wednesday night, aimed at addressing the growing threat of white supremacists. Aimed not pay close, everybody pay close, close attention, especially those people that don't follow politics at all. Okay is aimed at addressing the growing threat of white supremacists. Let me increase the size on this. I want everybody to see this. And other domestic extremism, extremist groups following the mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. The measure passed 222 to 203. Only one Republican voted for this bill. Representative Adam, Kins Adam Kissinger of Illinois, who's not running for re-election. Only one Republican voted for this bill. All the Democrats voted for the bill in the House of Representatives. The two Negroes who are Republicans in the House voted against this bill. Now, let's continue. Uh, Representative uh, James Clyburn, Majority Whip, Democrat, South Carolina, member of the Congressional Black Caucus, he said, quote, I, I and many others in this body know what it is to experience acts of racial hatred and witness events of domestic terrorism. 
James Clyburn is from South Carolina. South Carolina was the first state to secede from the Union December 20th, 1860, prior to the Civil War starting. And, and South Carolina is where the Civil War started April 12th, 1861. He said this, uh, Representative James Clyburn, who's a former history teacher, he said this on the House floor Wednesday, May 18th. He said, quote, we cannot continue to turn a blind eye to white supremacist vigilantes. We cannot continue to turn a blind eye to white supremacist vigilantes. I agree with you, James Clyburn, but unfortunately, 203 Republicans didn't agree with you because 203 Republicans voted against this bill. All the, all the Democrats voted for the bill. 203 Republicans, 203 Republicans <clears throat> voted no. I agree with you. We cannot, uh, we cannot continue to turn a blind eye to white supremacist vigilantes. But 203 Republicans turned a blind eye. Hear no evil, see no evil, you know, have no, hear, hear no evil, see no evil, think no evil, have no fun. Clyburn went on to say, he said, we cannot continue to turn a blind eye to white supremacist vigilantes. It impacts all of us. It impacts all of us. While the gunman in Buffalo was aiming for people who looked like me, others who did not look like me fell victim to this evil act. Okay. Now the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act would create domestic terrorism offices within the Justice Department, the Department of Homeland Security, and the FBI. Okay, uh, those watching on Facebook and YouTube, keep watching. We're gonna keep going for a couple more minutes. We're squeezing this story about Shakari Richardson. Um, right now it's correct wrong behavior, it's not over till we win Wakanda forever. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Okay, let's go back to this here quickly. And then we'll get to this, we'll get to this story about Oh, what the hell just happened? Hold on, let's try to dial. We'll get to the story about Shakari here in just a second. Okay, let's go back to this. The Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act will create domestic terrorism offices within the Justice Department, the Department of Homeland Security, and the FBI to facilitate better coordination and help the agencies identify risks and homegrown threats. Okay, so this is on my show yesterday, on a Tuesday show, I said, this is this is a bill that Biden should have talked about Tuesday in his speech in Buffalo, New York. He should have talked about this bill and the need to get this bill passed, okay? He talked about banning assault rifles and Congress has to do that, things like this, but he should have talked about this bill specifically and said that this was coming up for a vote in the House and that, and, and I would have encouraged everybody watching the speech to call their member of the House of Representatives, call their member of the U.S. Senate and then ask them to vote for this bill, okay? Because you, you, you need 10 Republicans in the Senate to vote for this bill. I don't know if you have 10 Republicans. You didn't have, you didn't have five. You only had one out of 204 in the House. I don't know if you have 10 Republicans in, in, in the Senate. Okay, the Senate tends to be more level-headed than the House. You got a whole lot of crazies in the House of Representatives. Um, okay, the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI to facilitate better coordination and help the agencies identify risk and homegrown threats. The measure introduced by Representative Brad Schneider, Democrat of, of uh, Illinois, would direct those offices to submit a joint report twice a year detailing their findings on domestic terrorism threats, detailing their findings on domestic terrorism threats. 
The White House on Wednesday said it supports passage of the bill. Senator uh, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who sent a letter to Fox News calling Fox News out and Tucker Carlson for for promoting uh, white supremacy on Fox News, especially the uh, uh, Great Replacement Theory. Uh, He said the Senate would vote on the measure next week. Okay, now pay attention to this right here. The partisan vote in the House, however, suggests a steep climb in the Senate. Representative Adam Kinzinger of Illinois was the only House Republican to vote in favor of the bill. The only House Republican to vote in favor of the bill. The the bill's three Republican co-sponsors. The bill had three Republican co-sponsors. Everybody pay attention to this. The bill had three Republican co-sponsors and they all ended up not voting for the bill. Representatives Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Don Bacon of uh, of Nebraska, and Fred Upton of here in Michigan, where I live, all all three Republicans, they were Republican co-sponsors of the bill and at the last minute they chickened out and ended up not voting for the bill that they co-sponsored. After, after 10 African-Americans were killed by a white supremacist, an alleged white supremacist. He's admitted white supremacist, but he hasn't been convicted yet. Representative Chip Roy, this is Hang'em High Chip Roy. Chip Roy voted against, he was one of three Republicans in the House who voted against the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill. You know a good old boy like Chip Roy is not voting for this. He's a huge Donald Trump supporter. Representative Chip Roy, Republican of Texas, who opposed the legislation, argued that it enabled the Justice Department to target parents who dissent at school board meetings. This this is one of three Republicans in the House of Representatives who voted against the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill. The Emmett Till anti-lynching bill got overwhelming bipartisan bipartisan support in the House and the Senate. This dumbass right here is one of three Republicans in the House that voted against the bill. These are domestic terrorist sympathizers. This is why every last one of these traitors have to be voted out of office. Y'all, y'all think I'm playing with this. No, I study this 24-7. These people have got to go. Quote, Representative Chip Roy said, quote, this is, what's, this, this is what is at stake here. This is why we're opposing what Democrats are trying to do. No, because y'all domestic terrorists. That's why. Your domestic terrorist sympathizers or your domestic terrorists? One or the other. Take your pick. He said this in an apparent reference to Attorney General Merrick Garland's memo last year on strategy sessions to address threats against school officials. To address threats that are made against school officials. Now, the House first passed the legislation by voice vote in 2020, this Domestic Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act. The House first passed the legislation by voice vote in 2020, but a version of the bill put forward by Democrats in the Senate was blocked by Republicans. The bill took on new urgency this week after the Buffalo shooting. Now, people are asking, "Okay, so what Democrats going to do? What Democrats going to do now? This is what Democrats are doing. And we see only one Republican voted for this bill. So what does that tell you? You think this 2022 midterm election is not important? You're a damn fool. 
I'm sorry. That means you have absolutely no understanding of history. You have not studied the Civil War. You have not studied Reconstruction. You didn't study the Jim Crow era. You didn't study the early 1900s. You didn't study the Red Summer 1919. We had over 25 major race riots in this country the year after World War I ended. And all these white men came back home. And when they left, they had jobs. When they came back home, the jobs were being filled by African-Americans were immigrants here. And they exploded with 20, over 25 major race riots all across the country. The bill took on new urgency this week after the Buffalo shooting, particularly as Democrats find themselves unable to pass any gun measures amid stiff GOP opposition. FBI Director Christopher Wray and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas have repeatedly, repeatedly raised concerns about the threat of domestic terrorism in congressional testimony. Mayorkas last year said, uh, Homeland Security Secretary uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, he said domestic violent extremism poses the most lethal and persistent terrorism-related threat to our country today. Domestic violent extremism. This is the Homeland Security, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. So you, you think he knows what he's talking about. He sees information we don't even know exists. He said, quote, domestic violent extremism poses the most lethal and persistent terrorism related threat to our country today. And 203 traitors who are in the House of Representatives right now refuse to vote for the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act. And 139 of those traitors that are in the House of Representatives right now refuse to certify the 2020 presidential election results. And you think this 2022 midterm election is not important? Christopher Ray, FBI Director Christopher Ray, later said his agency had at least 2,000 open domestic terrorism investigations. They have open they have at least 2,000 open domestic terrorism investigations. Let's close that. Okay. Adding that the problem had been metastasizing across the country for a long time now. And Donald Trump helped, he helped pour gasoline on this. He gave it, he poured gasoline and, and, and gave it a microphone. Quote, metastasizing across the country for a long time now and it's not going away anytime soon. You got that right, it's not going away anytime soon. Read this here. House passes domestic terrorism bill in response to Buffalo shooting. Now, what are Republicans doing in response to the Buffalo shooting? Blocking the bill. What are Republicans doing in response to, 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 to the Buffalo shooting? Blocking the bill, giving thoughts and prayers. All right, I want to go to this uh, other clip here. This is from NBC Nightly News from uh, today, from May 18th. This is an update on the uh, what's going on in Buffalo, New York. We'll go to this here in just a second. Um, chilling new details from Buffalo store employee 
who, who spoke to suspect the day before he opened. Also, we know that um, a dispatch hung up on the assistant manager of the store as well. Let's go to this clip. Tonight, another top store employee describing a chilling encounter with the 18-year-old suspect the day before the shooting. Police saying he planned his hate-fueled rampage for months. I had met him in the meat department area and asked him could he leave the store, that he can't be listening in the store. Chanel Harris-Teague telling our Buffalo station WGRZ she had no idea she'd see him the next day, too. I could still hear the gun shooting. Um, people screaming, people crying. Jerome Bridges was also inside. As I was barricading the door, I heard more gunshots. He kept getting closer and closer and closer to that back room. People hiding anywhere they could in an act of desperation. One employee calling for help, but she says only to be hung up on by the 911 operator. Why are you whispering? You don't have to whisper. And I'm trying to tell her, like, ma'am, he's in the store, he's shooting. And she said something crazy to me, and then she hung up in my face. Erie County says immediate action was taken, and the individual who took that call is now on administrative leave. Tonight, investigators zeroing in on the suspect's digital footprint. NBC News has reviewed a series of online rants, which appear to be written by the suspect, including references to the threatening statement he allegedly made in school last year, for which police sent him to a mental health evaluation. The suspect writing, it lasted just 15 minutes, that he lied and said the threat was a joke. Tonight, New York's Attorney General says the social media sites the suspect frequented will now face an investigation. All right. So you also had the incident where the assistant manager, a tops friendly market, calls a dispatch and she's whispering because the gunman is there shooting and the dispatch hangs up on her. So you hear more about that also. Um, read the, let's see here, let me try to refresh the screen, see if there's an update to the article from the Washington Post. Uh, this article also from the Washington Post. House passes legislation aimed at curbing domestic ter- domestic terrorism in wake of Buffalo mass shooting. May 18th is updated 9.58 p.m. Okay. Some from uh, the Washington Post. All right. And let me just look at this again here. Yeah, 222 to 203. Only one Republican voted for the bill. A Washington Post analysis last year of data compiled by the Center for Strategic and International Studies showed that domestic terrorism incidents have surged to new highs predominantly due to a rise in white supremacist, anti-Muslim, and anti-government extremism on the far right. Predominantly due to a rise in white supremacist, anti-Muslim, and anti-government government extremism on the far right. All right, so uh, read the, read this article also. We'll probably talk about this more tomorrow's show. But I told you this vote was coming on this bill. So 
we have to push this through the Senate. Call your U.S. senators. Tell them uh, to pass this bill. Because you're going to need 10 Republicans to vote for the bill. And this is why 2022 midterm elections are so crucial. Democrats have to maintain control of the Senate and increase their margin in the Senate to get to at least 55. Then even imagine a cinema defect, you still have enough votes to change the filibuster rule. And they have to maintain the House and increase their margin in the House. All right, last story. Uh, I posted about this on our Facebook fan page, the African History Network. This deals with uh, Shikari Richardson. Uh, Sprinter Shikari, Shikari Richardson. Let me uh, pull this up here. So it's a sad, it's, you know, it's a sad article, but I hope she uh, is okay and can recover and get on with her life. So she revealed that she is uh, healing from being in an abusive relationship with a female. So she's she's a lesbian. She's uh, talked about that before a little bit. Um, I saw this article from source.com, sports magazine. Uh, also, who has one? Um, Black Enterprise has an article on this as well. Shikari posted about this on her social media platform. We'll look at this article here quickly. Shikari Richardson reveals she's healing from an abusive relationship with female athlete. It's a female Jamaican athlete. American sprinter Shikari Richardson says she's attempting to heal, attempting to heal from emotional trauma, attempting to heal from emotional trauma, including alleged homophobia, which she, which she says she suffered during a relationship with the Jamaican athlete, which she says she suffered during a relationship with a Jamaican athlete. The 22-year-old Olympic sprinter says she's healing emotionally from trauma and homophobia she experienced in her relationship with an unnamed female athlete. It did say that um, the athlete is uh, Jamaican. Shikari wrote about her emotional trauma in a social media post. She said, I was in a relationship with a Jamaican athlete she said, I was in a relationship with a Jamaican athlete that never cared about me from the jump. I was abused and stole from, yet protected her from the judgment of her country and family while they dragged me. I was abused and stole from while the, and stole from uh, while she protected them from the uh, judgment of her country, 
Jamaica, Jamaica, and family while they dragged me. I had to deal with homophobic and so much more that I'm still healing, healing from. Now, following her victory in the U.S. Olympic trials last year, Shikari credited her then girlfriend with helping uh, pick her hair color. She said it just spoke to her, the fact that it was just so loud and vibrant, the uh, orange hair color. She felt like orange was loud and encouraging and honestly dangerous. That's who I am loud and encouraging and uh, honestly dangerous. She wanted me to be able to make a statement. Let's continue to show the world I'm a force to reckon with. Now, Shakira Richardson also posted a rainbow emoji on her Twitter feed, which prompted a plethora of rainbow tweets in her Twitter timeline. So this is a post that she did here and it says I was in a relationship with a Jamaican athlete that never cared about me from jump. I was abused and stole from yet protected her from the judgment of her country and family while they dragged me while they dragged me. I had to deal with homophobic and so much more than I'm still healing from. So hopefully she can get some therapy. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully she can get some, uh, so hopefully she can get some therapy. Uh, it's like some, some professional counseling. Cause we know she was also dealing with her mother passing away as well. So, you know, she's been through a lot. All right. So check out that article from the source.com. Okay, um, hey, if you like this type of, type of information, you can support the African History Network, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App, also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. We also have the information on our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. So just keep doing the research, stay on the air, keep broadcasting, pay some of the bills. Uh, register for the online history classes I teach on Saturdays and Sundays. We also have the, have them in a bundle pack. So you get all three for $120. That's a $285 value. So if you go to our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, we have the information there. If you've taken any of my online classes in the past, email me at show at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. You'll get a 50% discount. And even after the course is over with, you can you you still have full access to the class. You can still go back and watch it. I would say the information is uh, PG-13. Uh, so as soon as you register, uh, you can watch the classes we did this past weekend. I do a PowerPoint presentation. We have book references, articles, video clips. Do with thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. And then... Uh, the second class from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and Black Power, 1865 to 1968. We deal with uh, what leads up to the Civil War taking place. We deal with the Civil War, uh, Reconstruction, Jim Crow era, Great Migration, World War I, World War II, Civil Rights Movement, Black Power Movement. To understand what happened to us after slavery ended and how a lot of those events during the Reconstruction era and the Jim Crow era are similar very similar to what's going on right now. Very similar to what's going on right now. 
in these physical attacks on African-Americans that are taking place and the attacks on our voting rights as well. It's very similar to what happened after Reconstruction ended. All right, look, we have to get out of here. Remember at the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world. Uh, follow us on our Facebook fan page, The African History Network. Give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a like on this broadcast. Follow us on Facebook, The African History Network. Turn on live notifications so you know when we go live. Also follow me on my YouTube channel, Michael M. Hotep, I-M-H-O-T-E-P. Turn on live notifications so you know when we go live also. Right now, it's correct. Wrong behavior is not over till we win. We're kind of forever. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. IDO Network International, in collaboration with STL Black Woman, DACA, and ACTA, present the Royal Pilgrimage to the Americas, August 24th through the 28th. The African kings and queens are coming to you for business, networking, and sharing of Pan-African ideals. The venue will be the illustrious En Garde Arts Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. A royal cultural experience and exhibitions, trade and investment opportunities in Africa, the Caribbean, and the Americas. A royal Pan-African summit hosting keynote speakers and a red carpet banquet. Come and witness our African royal coronation ceremony. Register at www.idonetwork.org to book your ticket to wine and dine with African royalty. Vendor opportunities available. Get face-to-face -face with the royals who own the land and resources for business. Contact DACA for deal room information at 602-730-4572. What does self-care mean to you? To us, it's an opportunity to reconnect with nature. A chance to create something remarkable. At Sage and Elm Apothecary, our handcrafted skin care and household products immerse you in Earth's sweetest nectar, connecting you to nature in a way you never imagined. See for yourself and visit us at sageandelmapothecary.com. The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry, it's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre, I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. The only reason why my prom dress went viral is because people needed it. Within a few days of going viral, Natori Naughton reached out to me. and She's like, I saw your dress, can you make me a dress? I was equally as shocked to be asked by a celebrity to design their dress at the age of 17. That's just one person and the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time. Jeanette Davis is a well-established author with six published books. Black Survival in White America from Past History to the Next Century was published in 1995 and it delves into the history of African Americans before slavery up to contemporary times. 
The Great Divide Between Blacks and Whites was released in 2008, and her autobiography, Black Just Like My Mama, was published in 2010. Soulful Journey, The Business of Beings, was released in December 2021, and her two latest books, Echoes from the Heart, Love Throws Poetry, and Master Being Human, were both published in January of 2022. Jeanette Davis' writings delve deeply into the psyche of black people from ancient to contemporary times. She cuts no corners and leaves no stones unturned in relating truth, letting the chips fall where they may on both African and European doorsteps. Order Jeanette Davis's books today at Amazon.com. Search for Jeanette Davis and get to know her work today. STEM Forward, helping our community find their place in the emerging fields of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Join us for our monthly live stream on our website, stemforwardedu.org. Watch, subscribe, share. Also join our mailing list to stay up to date with STEM resources and opportunities. STEM Forward, the future is now. Watch, subscribe, share.